Hi Julie, my name is Summer. Welcome to your very first photography class. Um, so I'm going to try and keep this as simple as possible uh, because from your um, questionnaire, I could tell that you are basically at the most rudimentary level, which is a good thing because um, it helps me better understand how to approach your, uh, the questionnaire I mean, helped me better understand how to approach your class. Um, so I'm going to be breaking down some of the five core things that are largely involved when building out a new photography plan for your business at least thing that i think are very very important um when i asked you about the target audience i noticed that your audience was not so defined yet which is okay for a startup business a lot of times you need time to actually define that audience depending on how people are interacting with your products but the audience largely determines how you're eventually going to shape your photography um, plan or how the, the entire social media handle is going to look and feel, right? Um, you talked about your brand being based on bath products. You know, what kind of bath products? Is it going to be based for children? Is it going to be something for um, vaginal care? Is it going to be a body care thing? Uh, what ages does that fall into and so on and so forth all these things largely influence how the picture actually finally comes out to be but not to think about it so much don't worry about it so much you would definitely come to the point where you figure that out but with this new with these five key things it's easy to adjust to that particular target audience regardless of what it is you decide to finally go with okay so first off we're going to kick off with number one which i refer to as the theme of the social media or just like the picture plan what is going to be the general feeling of that particular picture or like your instagram handle and the theme can refer to just the general feeling so we're looking at different types of themes is it going to be really really colorful is it going to be like a plant-based theme please write this down if you can um, pause the audio right now so that you can write this down and look back at it because you're going to need to do um, need to eventually look at this these different themes for your project so the first thing is going to be minimalism right there are products there are product pieces that are quite minimalistic which means the focus on a certain style and like one tone colors and stuff like that is they don't use not a lot of colors are used the space is always empty it's quite singular so it's going to be really really minimalistic i would attach a couple of pictures to explain what that looks like visually so is it going to be minimalistic is it going to be really really colorful right is it going to have a plant-based feel is it going to be very monochromatic which means black and white right these are a bunch of options that you could go with um if you're going to go with a plant-based thing you're going to be working a lot of green and white a lot of your know, natural um environments and stuff like that if you're going to go with a very colorful theme you know poppy stuffs most of the time um and then you have the monochrome monochrome is not just black and white though it could be like red and white green and white just referring to when two colors are mostly used in creating the general theme of the page of your social media of the picture <laughs> so it really doesn't matter um what the color is as long as there are two colors in play it classifies as monochrome um so 
first of all you need to really think about that as you try out different photography patterns you're going to um, eventually come up with different ideals on um what you would like the brand to look like right so that is the first thing that comes into the picture is the general theme now the second thing which honestly is very so very very important very very important lightning lightning right now there are two types of lights that i mainly use in my photography pattern and that is natural light and synthetic light now the natural light is basically me shooting directly under the sun right shooting directly under the sun which gives me a different feeling depending on how i position the next thing i'm going to talk about um so the natural light comes into play which is good for multiple reasons it can be very tricky because different hours of the day affects the way each picture comes out to play i mainly shoot during what is popularly known as the golden hour which falls somewhere around 5 p.m. or 5.30 p.m. to like 6.30 p.m. just when the sun is setting. Um, you would notice a lot of people take pictures during that time. It filters out their skin, it makes their skin perfect and that kind of stuff. The same thing happens to products. Taking pictures during the golden hour can help filter, filter out the product and give it a very, very nice aesthetic feel. At the same time, you can shoot when the sun is right in the middle of the sky which is in the middle of the day why that is tricky is mainly because of the um the fact the casting shadow issue depending on where you're facing right depending on where you're facing you would have to adjust so that you don't cast a shadow on the product so that can be more strenuous um of, then there's the one where you shoot earlier in the morning which gives you one of the most neutral lights um I generally advise to try those three times um, somewhere around 9 a.m. and then in the middle of the day around 1 to 2 then a golden hour my favorite time to shoot is golden hour because I get the most filtered out light but it just depends sometimes you might not be able to shoot during golden hour and then you have to shoot within like multiple and any one of the previously mentioned duration so that is basically what natural lighting is referring to um the next type of lightning is the synthetic lightning which people shoot in-house i for that kind of lightning i use my selfie ring light but you could also get daylights and just use that directly on the products daylights are really really good um they're like bulbs attached to a pole there's something called the daylight bulbs you attach it to a pole which i will send you an image in this email um you attach it to the pole and it hits directly on the product casting a shadow behind that kind of um daylight red are also quite good but sometimes it's difficult to come by that so i res- i resolve to using the i resolve sorry to using the um selfie light selfie lights though doesn't give you a lot of like dominant light bright lightning so you have to result into your editing to correct that so lightning is very 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 important um i'm going to show you um eventually how to do that in the audio pack sorry in the video i'm going to send you how to relight depending on the product because whether it is you're shooting in the natural light or indoor with your ring light or your daylight pole you still need to relight in your editing room next up background the background is another thing that i feel contributes vastly into the picture's entire feel now first off 
if you're working with a minimalistic tone like i mentioned earlier is a lot of empty spaces which means the background usually is not so busy one single tone background there's a lot of things you could use for um background but when it's a minimalistic thing usually it's like uh, one color but the background is largely influenced by your general theme right and also largely influences the way that your lightning pans out whenever you're working with indoor light you want to know you want to be aware of the fact that you need something that will bounce that light back if you're working with a ring light for example ring lights generally need something to hit it back right which means the light is going to spread if you just use a plain background a black table or something like that the light would not spread and what happens with that is you cannot be able to get a full you know angle shot or even when you're editing it will be so difficult after they get a good um space to relight them so what you want to do is get a background that bounces back the light example of such background what we call it here in nigeria there are cardboard papers i don't know what you call it there but i will send a picture cardboard papers with very bright colors white pink um blue these are like um the ones that actually help bounce back the, bounce back the light and then foil foil is another really cool background that actually bounces back the light and spreads the, the light in across the picture so that when you're actually editing you can adjust back and forth also wood can be in this kind can be used as a as a background for your ring light but it usually doesn't bounce the light back a lot um but it actually helps spread the light so wood but um whitish grayish wood as opposed to brown wood so you need to be very uh, you need to take note of that whitish grayish wood tend to be more better in um ring lights as opposed to brown wood but again experiment try it out and see what you like um yeah so that is it for uh, the background for indoor light but if you're working under the sun you can use anything anything really can be my background from the floor to the sky it just depends on how i want to shoot the picture um mirrors as well i want to my recently discovered favorite things to do but for you to shoot with a mirror you need to that can only really be done i think you would get the best quality directly under the sky number one and number two the product has to be transparent fully transparent to actually shoot with um a video sorry excuse me so that the product has to be fully transparent to actually shoot under the sun because you want to get that glowing effect so i would recommend you use a mirror for products that are not completely transparent to get the best aesthetic feel from mirrors you want products that can directly absorb the sun and you know we're talking about fully transparent bottles right um so what have we you know pinpointed so far we have our cardboard papers on the background we have wood cardboard mirrors um plants as well but i don't uh, but that, that's in the next one so wood cardboard mirrors and cloth now the one under the cloth session it really just depends on how you're you know using the cloth i'm going to send you guys a video of an example different kind of cloths i don't recommend use any cloth that is prints 
that has too many prints on it except that part of your theme the reason being when a background has too many prints on it like with cloth the product does not pop right at the end of the day you want your background to be something that allows the product itself to pop you just like using you know you don't want it to be too busy right you don't want your stuff to be too busy you want the background to have a clear space um, to allow your props to pop to really really boom so you have your cloth so I would advise you things with prints on them I read advice that you go with silk right silk satin aesthetically pleasing materials uh, materials that can easily um, absorb light plain white is only a good one if you want to give it that feeling of like a product just rumpled up in a you know on top of a, a, a bed sheet or something um i'm going to send the images of what i mean by that so um satin silk plain cloth is the way to go i would advise printed cloths and they have multiple prints on them because they tend to actually um disturb or kind of remove the attention of the client from the product to the background and you don't want you want client to be focused on what you're trying to show them so also something to note so this is a background that can be used on any whether it's indoor lightning or on directly under the sun you can use them anyway really um next up is the props the props is another really exciting thing um because props generally help the picture pop you know they're exciting and it could be anything, right? The prop, the biggest myth about props is that it has to be some big old, you know, something like it's so out of now. Let me assume that you're making a watermelon-based backwash, right? Your prop could be the watermelon fruit itself. I'm going to show you, I'm send attached images as well, what I mean by this. You could use fruits as your prop, depending on the ingredient, right? You don't just want to go ahead and use any fruit that comes to mind like oh i'm just gonna i'm making this food i'm gonna know which is why i'm a huge fan of active ingredients based photography what that means is when i say we're making a skin soothing cream i'm probably going to place things in the image that convey that message so cucumber relaxing cream you're probably going to see cucumbers in the picture i was the name uh 24k gold serum i'm probably going to put some gold crumbles or just I don't, I don't know if you get what i'm trying to say you have to anything can be your props really right from your hand from your hand to the active ingredient that you use in the product to the product itself you know there's some pictures where instead of getting something else to put it as, as a prop and hang it around the picture i actually just leave little droplets of the products around the background and place the product in the middle I don't know if this makes sense um so props do not specifically have to be like something massive they could just be tiny little things in the background for play and they also do not need to be too close to the product in the image you want them a little far away so i'm going to take an image with a prop close and a prop far away to give you an idea of what i mean by this you want something um a product the props do not always have to be so close up right a little distance from the actual product is actually quite favorable for the product um so whether you're, if you're using a plant right for your props or if you're using a fruit you know 
positioning it is so important i don't recommend having them too close to the actual product if the product is going to be in the middle of the picture keep them you know at least a couple of meters away from the actual product you know a prop thing i've mentioned that could be prop the active ingredient of the product you know can be that the prop um if it's a fruit based thing um whatever it is used as an active ingredient that can be translated to an actual um, ingredient that is edible then yes you can use it as a prop you can actually use your product as well as a prop by leaving a few droplets or just pumping a little bit of that product into a clear space that can be used as a prop you can actually use plants as a prop right um greenery can be used as a as a prop teddy bears can be used as a prop right it just at the right amount there is really nothing that you can't use as a prop but at the right amount you don't want to go overboard with props you also do not want to go too little just give it space okay then finally um we have a detent most of this particular one i'm going to show you guys in the video because that'll be a whole lot more explanatory uh, before i give you guys your projects um so you need to be able to call things that you need to note in editing relightning right relightning is so important relightning is so important I don't believe in having a perfect image. I do like to leave a little flaws here and there because they complete the picture. You don't want to over edit the picture. You want to make it look as relatable as possible. Um, the things you can use in editing, I'm going to attach a list of things, apps, my favorite apps for editing. But I'm also going to point out um, the best ones, the ones I use frequently to edit pictures. okay so editing is very very important but my key policy with editing is that you don't overdo it so that it doesn't look fake right it still has a, a little bit of realness to it it still feels nice so now for your very first project you're going to take a picture um which you're going to email back to me hopefully um okay i think i will attach because i'm not sure yet when i'm going to email this to you guys i will attach the date to this email for your project you're gonna take a picture in the sun right of your product one inside one outside and then we're going to go back and forth on how this could have been better adjusted we're going to take a picture in the sun you're going to take one during golden hour one in the morning and one in the afternoon um any one of those times is fine then you're going to take one in a plain background in your house which has much light as you can find in your apartment this is your first project using your products okay i'm going to give you guys a date to email me that so that we can go back and forth on what you can change all right attach your questions to the um when don't forget to write down your questions so you don't forget them um yeah see you in the next see you in the video